morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Happy Christmas. Wow, look at that. Oh, thank you, crew. Welcome to Cornerstone. And thanks for joining us today. I'll just leave that there. Isn't it great to come together and celebrate the birth of our Saviour Jesus? Yeah, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Matt and um, I'm assistant pastor here at, at Cornerstone. And if you are visiting with us this morning, I want to I give you a very special welcome. I'm so grateful that you are here to, to join and celebrate with us as we, as we celebrate the birth of, of the Lord Jesus. And I know that today is a very busy time. Christmas is a, is a busy time, isn't it? You know, there might be... Has anyone got a roast in the oven? Yes, there's a roast in the oven, so I can't take too long. And I promise I won't take too long. Um, maybe there's some presents to unwrap. Has anyone got presents to unwrap still, or is that all done? Oh, we've still got presents to go. So, you know, we need to go and unwrap presents, and maybe there might be toys to play with. Has anyone got toys to play with? Yes? But isn't it great to come together and just to worship and to sing and, and to remember this incredible gift that God has given to us? You know, we've, we've sung some Christmas carols this morning and Mitch talked about the fact that they affect generations and, you know, I'm, I'm personally not a huge fan of Christmas carols. I think they're a little bit overdone, but I love, I love the message that they speak. Don't get me wrong, I love the message that they speak. And so I just want to say thanks to Mitch and the team for leading us this morning. And so, um, you know, along with the Christmas carols um, and along at this time of year, there's lots of Christmas-themed memes on the internet, and I thought I'd just share a couple which tickled, tickled my funny bone, um, and hopefully they'll come up on the screen. The first one is um, How Silent Night Began. Have we got that? There we go. And so Joseph's there, and he's saying to Mary, don't be mad, I said I was sorry. I should have made reservations. Talk to me, Mary. Mary, it's, I'm fine. <laughs> How silent night began. Um, or this, this, one, this next one is my favourite one and it's centred around what I think is the most unusual carol of them all, the little drummer boy, which says, Mary, exhausted having just gotten baby Jesus to sleep, is approached by a young man who thinks to himself, what this girl needs is a drum solo. <laughs> right on, buddy. Um, as, a, as a parent, I question this song, um, but as a parent, I also understand and acknowledge the interesting thought processes of small children, and so the song makes perfect sense. Anyway, let's pray and let's get into God's Word, hey? Lord God, I just thank you for today. I thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. I thank you that, that you gave your son as an incredible gift to restore relationship and I thank you that we can gather here in this place and just take some time and celebrate together as your family. God, I pray you would just bless our time together as we, as we open your word. Um, God, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds ready to receive the gifts that you have for us today. Amen. Amen. And so Christmas, Christmas obviously is a time of, of celebration, isn't it? You know, it's a, it's a time when, when we look forward to, to catching up with, with family and friends. And, you know, a lot of us have the privilege of, of taking time off from work and school's on break. And so we make plans to do things. 
There are presents that are bought and shared and, and Christmas decorations are up everywhere. There's, there's houses that are covered in lights. Has anyone done a light tour around? Pretty spectacular. Um, others, not so much. But... Confession time, I actually went to Bunnings. I was, I was all keen to go lights this year and I went to Bunnings and I had a look and I'm, no. Next year, maybe, I might have to start saving now, but I understand why there are some very simple houses around the place because their budget was blown by buying one string of three-metre dangly lights. But, um, you know, the, sh- the shops are really busy with people um, and there's, there's the background music in the shopping centres changes and, and there are all the cr- Christmas classics. Um, and then we seem to make ourselves even more busy than, than normal. Does anyone else find that? That you, you, know, you push on to the end of the year and then you just go incredibly crazy busy. But there's, there's so much going on, isn't there? There's so much distraction, so much distracting us away from, from what it is that we are really celebrating, that we are gathered here to celebrate this morning. We're here to celebrate a moment in time. We're here to celebrate a a moment in history where absolutely everything changed. You know, in in the Bible, as we we read through the Bible, in the very first chapters of the Bible, we, we read the story about in the beginning when God created and He created everything and He spoke life into everything around us and it was good. And then God created humans, God created us in His image and He created us to be in relationship with Him and it was very good. But then sin entered the world and, and that relationship was broken. But you know, God, God loved His creation, God loved us so much and was so intent to have that relationship restored that He would give anything. In fact, He gave everything for that relationship to be restored between us and Him. It's the reason that we are here this morning. And it was only made possible through the gift of His Son, Jesus. And that's who we remember today, the birth of Jesus. That is what we are celebrating, this perfect gift that was, that was given. This baby that came into the world and, and grew into a man and died a terrible death a death on a cross as a perfect sacrifice to cover the sin that we all have. And it covers sin for all time and it covers my sin and it covers your sin, all so that we could be restored into relationship with God, our Creator. And that's just how God planned it to be. You know, today, today we celebrate that gift that God gave through Jesus. And, and I want to I I challenge us to be remembering that precious gift, not just today as we remember Jesus' birth, but every single day. You know, as I, as I was preparing, preparing this message for this morning, I, I realised that, that every single day, every time we, we note something on the calendar, every time we book an appointment, every time we count the number of days till our birthday, every time we count the number of days until Christmas. Do any, any of you do counting days? My kids do, I know that much. Um, but all of those things, all of those things that we do in relation, is in relation to a moment in time where everything changed. You know, in the, in the Old Testament, we read about the years BC. 
before Christ. The years in, in the plan that, that God had that led to this incredible gift of restoration that's been given to all humanity. And now here we are in 2021 AD. AD, Anno Domini, which translates to the year of our Lord. We are in 2021, the year of our Lord. The entire world is centred around a moment in time when the Lord Jesus came as that perfect gift to us. The entire world is centred around that moment. Whether they believe in Jesus or not, our entire world is scheduled around an event where everything changed. And that is what we celebrate today. And that is what we celebrate every day. And what I want to do now is, I want to, I've got a few people that I want to get to come up and, and to read some, some passages to us from the, from the Christmas story. So I want to invite um, Ashley and Bob and Lauren to come up um, and they're going to read to us and it will be up on the screen as well. Okay, so Luke 1 um, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. The next reading is from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 24. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement. Quietly, as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 
All of this accord occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. The next reading is from Luke 2, from 8 till 20. That night, there was shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Thanks, guys. So we, we've just read three different parts of the Christmas story. A story which you're probably familiar with. A story that is no fairy tale, but one that, that as we've already heard, as I've already talked about this morning, all time centres around this story. Jesus, God's Son, being born into the world as, as this perfect gift from God for us, the perfect sacrifice that, that would restore our broken relationship with Him for all time. You know, in, in each of those readings, the, the reading about Mary and the reading about Joseph and the reading about the shepherds, everything that they knew, every certainty, every reality that they knew at that moment in time was changed in an instant. You know, here, here, was, here was Mary, a, a young girl who was engaged to be married and, and suddenly she finds herself pregnant, carrying God's son. Her whole life, everything that she, she had known, everything that was real to her and planned for was suddenly thrown into turmoil. The scandal that she suddenly faced in the society around her would have been so great. Her engagement, the life that she had planned with Joseph was, was now very much obviously in question in that moment. 
and then, and then Joseph, this, this young man who is engaged to Mary and, and also planning for their life together, finds out that his, his fiancée is pregnant with a child that is not his own. Again, the scandal and the shame and the uncertainty that he faced and his, his life is suddenly thrown into this turmoil as he secretly plans for divorce. But for both of them, there were words that were spoken. Spoken by an angel of God that says, do not be afraid. Those feelings of of uncertainty and turmoil and it took those away. Those words, do not be afraid enabled them to push into a situation that they found themselves in, to push forward in a plan that God had for their lives, a plan which changed all history forever, which changed all of our lives forever. And then the shepherds. The shepherds who in in biblical times were known as the lowest of low in society. They were, they were the outcasts. If you couldn't get a job anywhere else, you became a shepherd. No one cared about them. They were out in the fields, tending to the flocks. They were keeping the flocks safe at night. In fact, they were the gate to where the sheep were being held. So if anything came to attack them, they had to get through the shepherd first. And in the world that they knew, no one would listen to anything that they had to say. And suddenly they find themselves confronted by an angel of God and they are terrified by the glory that shone around them. And again, those words, do not be afraid. And God's plan continued on to change history forever. You know, God's plan to incredibly change everything. A moment where he used the lowest of the low in society to be the first ones to hear, to see and to spread the good news of this incredible event. Their world changed in an instant, just like Mary and just like Joseph. But rather than uncertainty and turmoil, they hurried off with excitement to see this baby that they'd been told about. The excitement and the joy spilling out of them as they told whoever they could find this story. And normally their words ignored by the society around them. Now people are astonished and amazed by what they have to say. And these shepherds find themselves in a place where their lives are changed forever and they return back to their world of shepherding, praising and glorifying God because of this world-changing moment that they were invited to be a part of. And here we are, 2,000 years later, still talking about it. You know, we, we gather here this morning, some 2,000 years on from this incredible event And we find ourselves in the midst of so much uncertainty ourselves. You know, I know there are people here that are visiting from South that had a struggle to get here. There was uncertainty about whether they would make it. I know there are people who had plans to go down South and that hasn't happened. 
But what I want to say and what God is wanting to say to us this morning is do not be afraid. You know, in those moments where things are thrown into turmoil and thrown into chaos, He has a plan and He is inviting each one of us into that plan. And it's a plan that results in all creation being redeemed to Him, all relationship with Him restored. And so even in moments that, that confront us and they, we look like things are in turmoil and there is so much uncertainty, know that God is above it all. Do not be afraid and trust in Him. Remember this morning as we remember Jesus that we are loved so much by God. We are loved by God who, who gave up everything for us to ensure that we could be in restored relationship with Him. And He invites us to be part of His plans. And He wants that for all of us, every single one of us. And so, no matter, no matter what your circumstance that you find yourself in, do not be afraid. And so, as we, as we move into the new year, as you make appointments and you check your calendars, or you count the days, be reminded of Jesus in the midst of that. Be reminded of this moment in time that everything is centred around. Do not be afraid, and thank God. Let's pray. Lord God, I just thank you for this moment today. I thank you that we can gather here to remember this incredible gift of Jesus that you gave to us. This incredible gift that changed everything forever. God, I thank you that you, you love us so much that, that you did give everything in order for us to be in restored relationship with you. And I thank you that that, that offer of relationship is freely available to each one of us as we, and all we have to do is, is accept the invitation and invite you into our hearts. God, I thank you that through Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross that we are forgiven. And God, I would just pray today that you would bless our time as we spend time with family and friends in this Christmas season. God, I pray that you would be evident, that you would be present in our conversation and activity. And God, I want to I thank you that, that in those moments of turmoil and uncertainty, in those moments of change, where we're not certain of what's going to happen, God, I, I pray you would help us to remember your words, do not be afraid. Because God, you are present and you are active and you are at work. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. Amen. Bless you guys. Let's sing again to finish. Have an awesome Christmas. Bless you heaps.